0: Thanks for listening to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator Magazine about all things AV and commercial tech. I'm Adam Forziotti, the web editor for CI. Now, next week, the CI crew and I are heading to Vegas to cover Infocom, so don't be afraid to say hi if you see us. But for this monthly feature episode of the podcast, we wanted to give you some thoughts on what you should do with your time there. And as we do with every monthly episode, we'll also hear from editors Craig and Tom on what's newsworthy in the industry and what listeners can expect to read in the magazine next month with the CI News Spotlight and Editor's Desk. We're also going to hold off on a featured project this month because next month's show, we're going to hear all about the winners of this year's CI Integration Awards, which celebrate the best projects in the industry. So let's now hop into the CI News Spotlight with Craig and Tom. Okay, guys, before we begin uh, this installment of the CI... Monthly News Spotlight. I want to make a promise to our listeners that uh, this segment won't have anything to do with Infocom. I know we're all like aboard the the trade show train here at CI, but the the listeners are going to hear enough about that shortly. So if you can uh, prevent yourself at all odds from discussing anything Infocom related, I'd greatly appreciate
1: it. So like the calm before the storm, essentially.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Craig. You have been following a Supreme Court ruling on sports betting. Now, for our listeners who listen with any degree of regularity, they'll know, I would not have any idea about this. So will you give us a rundown on what what that is?
2: Absolutely. And I'm going to break your promise right now because I'm (laughs) going to talk about Las Vegas, where Infocom will be coming next week. Off the rails Um, already. So the Supreme Court recently overturned a longstanding ruling that – prevented sports betting from being in any state other than Nevada. And that now means that individual states have the jurisdiction to allow sports betting in, in, in whatever state they want once they, they put legislation on, on the books particularly it's it's going to start in New Jersey's going to move quickly but there are other states where this this is going to affect uh, when and where uh people can can place bets.
1: So here's my theory on why it matters for AB integrators and you can tell me that I'm wrong. My understanding is that, you know, a big change that will happen is that now in-game betting is going to become more and my thought is if people in the stadium digital signage could play a role in complementing in-game betting. And maybe that's a big opportunity for AV integrators. Am I on the right track?
2: I do think there's there's some opportunity there. I, I know that a couple of the professional sports leagues are, are trying to distance themselves from Having an association with, with betting, even though, you know, everybody knows that everyone bets on the NFL, everyone bets on college basketball and to to a smaller degree on you know baseball. And I do think that there's potential for you know, some, some sort of in, in stadium um, opportunities as well. Um, th- this is more talking about, you know, casinos and, and kiosks and things like that. But, but I, I do think that there are opportunities in, in the stadium as well.
1: So, Adam, when I talk about in-game betting, what are some examples of prop bets that you might want to place while viewing sporting events? Does the ball get deflated at any point?
0: (laughs) I wish you didn't say that. (laughs) Well, so, hold on. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it with baseball betting that people like to make kind of odd bets in that sport, like as opposed to other sports? I mean, when you're betting on a football, you bet on the scores or you bet on just who wins. Well, but in, with baseball, you bet on like odd things, right?
2: Well, in in this in the Super Bowl, which as you know is football, um, <laughs> <laughs> there are what they call prop bets, and they're pretty much things that have nothing to do with the game. It's you know how long the national anthem will be. Sometimes they'll say. Will the winning team score more points than you know, whatever LeBron James has in a, in a basketball game that happens to be played on, on the same day? Things like that. It's just, you know, things that are, aren't directly related to the outcome of the, of the game. It's just a, a way to keep people engaged. And I, I think what Tom was saying is there might be kind of more, more of those, you know, kind of going on, you know, right, right in the
1: stadium as opposed to doing it, you know, through, through a, a bookie or something like that or, you know, with your friends. To me, you know, always thinking about this industry, it seemed like, you know, there there could be a way for the integrators that do support sports venues to, you know, to have conversations with those customers about how they want to facilitate that. Now, like you were saying, leagues and teams often don't want to associate themselves with betting. But they do benefit from it. What's to say that this new digital signage solution is intended to support betting? Maybe it's just a new digital signage solution to enhance the fan experience. Right.
2: And, and I think you will also see some improved infrastructure and in, in terms of IT to, you know, allow people to, to make bets, you know, kind of on, on the go or, you know, right, right, right from their seats in it as they're watching the games. Freebie idea. So if
0: you were able to design. Right in like an app for the stadium or something like that where viewers and, and people who are showing up to these, these games can, in the app, play some sort of or place some sort of bet based on something that's happening that day. You know, interactivity in terms of what is going on in the stadium that day, what the attendance is like, what the weather is like, you know, what players are um, performing particularly well. That could be an interactive way to get people to bet on things and get people just to engage more with uh, something that the stadium itself is
2: propagating. There are a lot of people out there who do whatever they can to, you know, toss a few
1: bucks at at the chance to win, you know, a big prize or something like that. Someone's going to develop apps that support this. You know, these apps were probably more like kind of not black market, but, you know, gambling used to be behind the scenes. Now it's going to be more front and center Somebody's going to develop these apps. Why not, you know, a smart AV integration firm with savvy programmers?
0: All right, Craig, we've kicked Tom out of the room. It's just you and I now. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what to expect in your editor's note for the June issue of magazine in this installment of
2: CI Editor's Desk? So at Infocom this this year, I'll, I'll be meeting again with a group from um, an organization called InventU, and they're an organization that brings young people into a, a variety of uh, career paths. Uh, one of them is, is AV. Um, they, they came to Infocom last year and you know, had a handful of kids that walked around the show floor, met some, uh, VIXA staff, even sat in on some classes and things like that. And it's, it's just another example of, uh, young people getting exposure to an industry that, that they might not otherwise know about. And there's been a lot of recent examples of that. Um, I, I went up to a, a technical school about a month or so ago in, in Nashua, New Hampshire, that they had a handful of graduates who, who are now working within the industry. Uh, of course, Avixa has its own grant program where they uh, bring in students to, to work at integration firms, uh, usually for the summer and uh and nsca has launched a uh internship program as well uh called ignite that that they're going to be uh officially kicking off uh pretty soon you know so the, there's lots of opportunities for young people these opportunities weren't available you know a, a couple of years ago and and now you know it, it, with everybody you know kind of focused on on the idea of bringing in in young people these are uh, these are some great ways to do that
0: Yeah, Craig, you've been writing a lot about this topic in the past six months to a year. Definitely a topic that we want to keep on covering here. Heading into the show, are you going to meet up with any of those uh, participants? Are any of them going to be there, and are you planning on meeting up with any of them?
2: I will be. I have have coordinated another meeting with the InventU uh, students, and I'm trying to also uh, put together a meeting or or a a get-together with uh, some of the folks that have won what's called the Michael Vergowan Scholarship, and and that's a, a program through AVIXA. Where, uh, where uh, students earn a uh, scholarship to college. Uh, so some of the, the graduates from that program will, will be at the, the show as well. Awesome. Well, you can learn more about
0: these programs in Craig's editor's note in the June issue of Commercial Integrator. Thanks a lot, Craig. You got it. In case you didn't realize this, there are always little tweaks and enhancements being made to Infocom by its parent organization, Avixa. The problem, though, is that attendees of Infocom don't often have a lot of time to uh, make quick decisions about what they should do on the show floor. There's just so much to do and so many people to meet. But we're going to hear now from one of the people who organizes Evixa's programming. It's actually the director of program design, Rachel Bradshaw. She has a lot to say. She wants to clue everybody in on one thing in particular.
3: This year, we have a brand new class that is really not just a new subject, but a new type of class for us at InfoComm 2018, and I'm really excited about it. It's called Design Thinking for AV, and in this three-day workshop, which is appropriate for all different kinds of AV professionals, from designers to integrators to even customers, I don't want you to think because it has design in the title, it is only for designers and design consultants, because it is about design thinking, which is an approach to problem solving that can really be applied to roughly any kind of problem where you're trying to create something that someone else is going to use. But it's approaching it from specifically an AV standpoint and using AV case studies to help people learn to apply this thought process that is has become really popular across businesses to AV projects.
0: Rachel says it's a very student-centered class where students will visit users, learn how to listen with design in mind, and then identify problems and come back to find potential solutions. She says the industry tends to fall prey to product thinking or function thinking when they ask their clients introductory questions. It shouldn't be what stuff do you need, she says. It's who you are and what do you need? What helps or hurts
2: you?
3: It's going to be, I think, the coolest class we've, never, we've ever offered. I mean, no offense to our other courses, which are amazing, but I think this is going to be a transformative experience for the people that take it.
0: There's another interactive activity that you may have already heard about on CI. It's the AV Tech Tours. Now, I'm not going to talk about all of them because, frankly, it may be too late for you to sign up. Rachel says spots on these activities tend to fill up pretty quickly, but I will include a link in the description to an overview of all of them. In the meantime, though, I do want to let Rachel describe one of them in particular that she believes is a can't miss.
3: One of the more compelling tours this year is a brand new one. We just added it at the win race and sports book, because you know, a lot of these resorts have been on the strip for going on decades at this point, but how they can be even now rebuilt and transformed. So in the win race and sports book, they went from a projection environment to an LED wall environment. And while they were doing that, they took the opportunity to reimagine how people were using that space and they tore down walls between the nearby F&B venues and incorporated them into the space and made it a more holistic experience for their guests. So I think that's going to be a really interesting tour for anybody that does a lot of work with refreshing spaces because they really thought about how they can take a space that was there and that had a lot of rich AV in it and that was good and make it exceptional.
0: On top of that, there are also a couple of hundred specialized training courses to consider.
3: We have, I think, a lot of really compelling case studies in places like sports venues, in uh, hospitality applications, in live events, in all the areas of AV where the market opportunity is expanding really, really rapidly. So I I think that if you are interested in learning uh, about, for instance, how you can best serve hospitality customers there is a series of courses on that subject that you can take in the Infocom seminar and workshop package that will take you from understanding large-scale events where you're iterating a room across thousands of rooms for a hospitality customer to understanding how to work with content creators in that space understanding how to work with interior designers in that space understanding case studies in that space It'll really take you from getting the general overview of this ecosystem to understanding what partners you need to understanding how the customer thinks. And if you don't want to know those things, you're crazy because it is one of the fastest growing vertical markets in AV right now.
0: And finally, there's Center Stage.
3: Center Stage this year is utterly insane. It is the absolute coolest program I have ever had the opportunity to be associated with. So what is it? This is our opportunity to take people who are doing exceptional work on the fringes of our industry and bring them home to our show to get people thinking about how sort of the wildest, most experimental, coolest ideas that touch AV can be incorporated into their work. So we have people on center stage talking about ideas ranging from why we need to have ethics in the way we design artificial intelligence voice assistance to how buildings of the future are going to respond to human occupants because they will be intelligent and adaptive enough to do so to how we incorporate human psychology into future interface design, which is going to require less and less actual input from people. Um, We also have incredible case studies. We have people talking about how to adapt what they know to emerging technologies. Like, we have a session on how you use Foley effects to create a, a more empathetic and immersive experience for VR. And the line of speakers is just a murderer's row. We have Paul Pablo Henderson from the W Hotel Group talking about how live music is creating a more compelling hospitality offering. With Paul Blair, who is perhaps better known as DJ White Shadow, uh, Lady Gaga's producer. We have people from the Patent Studio and Local Projects talking about how they're changing their approaches to design in the face of new technologies. If it is an emerging and amazing AV technology. We have someone emergent and incredible talking about it at Center Stage. And it's free. You can just come and listen for 20 minutes to some of the most incredible luminaries working in and with our industry for free on Center Stage.
0: You can always read more about Infocom on our website, commercialintegrator.com. I'll put some relevant links to what Rachel mentioned in the description. So thanks again for listening, everybody. I really hope to see you all at Infocom next week. Just look for the wiry fellow who only barely looks awake. I hope if you are going to the show that you have a safe travel down there. And if you're not, keep an eye out on our website for all the coverage and everything you need to know about the industry and where it stands after Infocom moving forward. Find us on Twitter, at Commercial Integrator, on Facebook, and don't forget to use the hashtag AVPlusPod, that's plus spelled out instead of the symbol, to talk about the show and share it with whoever you think would enjoy it. Okay, everybody, you won't hear from us next week. We'll be still at the show, of course, but you'll hear from us the week after. Until then, I'm Adam Forziati. See you next time. Talking right around here, Tom, you might want to talk a little louder than usual because you're a little bit further from the mic as you than usual. You mean like this?
1: That'd actually be perfect, yes. No problem.